Hi, and welcome to The Tough Fish Show. I'm your host, Jen Melius, and I'm so glad that you're here, and I can't wait to introduce to you Andy Slinger. Andy is a single dad of identical twins and a middle-grade writer. He's from Northwest England and works as a retail manager day-to-day. He writes in a humorous, fun, and exciting style while addressing hard-hitting topics in his books. Let's dive into the pond and meet Andy. Welcome to the Tough Fish Show. I am so excited to bring to you Andy Slinger. Andy, thank you for being on this show. Thank you for having me. It's oh, great to be here. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you are the author of Super Twins, the Super Twins. I'm indeed. But I would love for you to start with how you got into writing to begin with. Okay. Uh, I mean, writing for me is, is a fairly new venture. I would say maybe the last year, year and a half uh, since I started writing. Um, and it's something that I've just, you know, I, I sort of thought about, uh, thought, what can I do with my life that, you know, I, I really enjoy, uh, something that I thought I was good at. Um, and yeah, I just decided I was going to write a book. Um, and then probably like a couple of months after that happened, the pandemic hit. So gave me the perfect opportunity to, you know, kick into it and put my all into something. Oh my gosh, that is awesome that the idea hit and then space, I guess, was yeah. created. <laughs> yeah, oh no. my gosh. Oh yeah, my it's, gosh. Uh, it's, it's crazy, really, because it just, I don't know, it, if it was kind of a gift at the time, really, you know, to give you all this time to, to you know, plow into writing and, uh, and learning the craft, really. Very true, very true. So were you uh, interested in writing you know, prior to, to this or was there like were you the kid who always liked to at least write something over like like I'm the kid who would choose to turn in a paper instead of a standardized test for instance yeah. so I did yeah. is that something like you or yeah I think so I think as a kid I enjoyed writing and that's what I connected with more than anything um you know I went back to my childhood in my mind I thought what was it that I really enjoyed and really got a good buzz out of something that I could just sit there and you know just scribble away uh, and, and spend a couple of hours writing so I think that's where uh where it came from really oh cool oh cool so then how did you um so what was it like as you were developing the craft and developing your your path if you will um to create the the stories yeah i think you know i just concentrated primarily on, on on trying to write a good story really um you know i sat there and and and, and tried to sort of plot out a, a book the best i could w- without having any prior knowledge of, of doing it um and and i just sat there and just gave myself a target you know maybe five hundred thousand thousand words a day and, and just sat there and and scribbled it out i think it wasn't until um I employed an editor um, and sent my, sent my script off that I realised, you know, how far I was off the mark at the beginning. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And, you know, it, it took me it took me a couple of drafts just to, you know, get it where I wanted to be. And I've been learning ever since, really. So when you were working with your editor, what did that do for you? Did that... Um, I, I think more than anything, because my my stories are kind of geared towards middle grade so you know nine to 12 year old kids um i think the the most important learning aspect of that for me was to be able to write for that for that age group you know what 
what does a manuscript for a nine to 12 year old sound like? What words can I use? What words can't I use? Um, you know, what would they understand? And, and, you know, getting into that child's mind. Um, I'm, I'm quite lucky that my kids are 12 and they were probably 11 when I started writing it. So I kind of had a rough idea, but um, it's it, because, because middle grade is, it's, it's in between, it's an in-between kind of age, you know, it's sort of, not far off young adults um, and, and certain, you know, uh, themes that you can use in that, in that style of book um, and not some, you know, in between that and, and sort of more, more babyish type books. So it's, I think that's, that was the hardest thing for me to, to grasp, you know, what, what kind of language uh, would these kids use? You know, it's, it's okay looking at my two children, but all kids aren't like my kids. It's a, you know, I, I can write a book for them, but, there's different different ages uh you know different abilities at that age isn't there really so I think that was the the the, the hardest lesson to learn I would imagine that would be but so what was the passion to specifically write middle grade I think you know I I, I looked at what um what I saw in the market I mean in the UK it's primarily dominated by David Williams at the moment he's kind of you know the be all and end all in middle grade uh, literature in the UK and I wanted to provide something a, a bit different you know his books are, are all kind of very much like you know toilet humor and, and and don't get me wrong he sold millions of copies so it clearly works but I wanted to provide a different alternative to that something you know something with a, a bit more of a, a bit more of a sort of serious undertone to it you know, I wanted the comedy. I wanted stuff that people could enjoy. Kids could laugh and have fun too. But at the same time, I wanted to have, you know, a serious message lying underneath it. I always remember when I was a kid, you know, I'd, I might watch cartoons like He-Man and Thundercats and, and things like that. And they always, always had a moral at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, you, kids, they had fun. They enjoyed them. but They'd learn something from them. And, and, and that's kind of what I'd like to, you know, have in my books. And at the same time, something my kids would enjoy themselves, you know, that they were the initial inspiration for really for, for the super twins. So I want something that they can laugh and, and have on their shelf forever. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that they inspired the writing and just, it sounds like the fact that it started during the, well, it started a little bit before the pandemic, but with yeah. the pandemic and then writing for children, but in the age of your children, that it just felt like a nice blend to get the inspiration too it sounds like yeah yeah absolutely it, it just kind of all fit together really so now you mentioned that you plotted you know or you planned yeah. a little bit yeah. of it so did you plan the whole thing or did you plan enough to kind of get some some footing underneath you or you so you knew where some key parts were and then just kind of let the rest go with what the characters took over yeah I think I kind of I did a bit of research and I, and I, and I looked at kind of um, the basic structure of, of novels and films and things like that, because um, I've got kind of a background in media. So I looked at like a three act and, and a five act structure um, and I went with the three act structure and then I literally tried to write it down chapter by chapter you know this is going to it's going to happen in this chapter this is going to happen in this chapter and just worked my way through to the end um and I, I had that basic outline um and then when I started writing it it was nothing like that that, that was kind of <laughs> I might as well just have torn that up and throw it in the bin but the idea was there you know that, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do um and then you know 
I sort of discovered my writing style is just, yeah, okay, it's great to have an outline. Uh, and you need those important points, you know, the middle of the story is, is supposed to be a turning point in the character and things like that. So, you know, I, I did have those sort of milestones in mind, but I think the easiest thing for me to do was just to write it down, you know, just get words on a page, you know, um, yeah. this is my word target, get that down on the page and then I can edit it and then I can change it how I want. Uh, read it as a whole and then you can see where that where there's there's gaps in the story or things that need fleshing out um, and you can get other people's opinions like editors and stuff like that and they'll they'll help you and guide you that way you know nobody knows how to how to write a story and be like you know a, an expert writer all I want to do is is do the best I can and every time I write a story to be better than the previous one so over time I want to develop into a into a great writer, but that's going to take time and an effort and and honing my craft as I go along. But I like so you said a few things though. One of which was yeah. it was really important for you to get the idea like just out of your head and down on mm -hmm. paper. Yeah. And then the other was that you gave yourself a word count. So would you talk yeah. a little bit about how that helped you? I think um, I think that helped me with the consistency of writing more than anything. You know it's. At the end of the day, if my if my work had turned into ten thousand words, it would have been fifty thousand words. It, it wouldn't have bothered me at the end of it, really. I mean, there's kind of clear milestones that that the industry sets in place that a middle grade novel should be X amount of words. That really wasn't important to me. My important thing to me was to to get a story out there. Um, I think it was more in terms of consistency to so, say, right, okay, I'm going to write five hundred words a day, and make myself do that. Now, at first, that was that was difficult, but as time went on and I developed the habit of it, it just became second nature. So I'd get up in the morning and I, I, I get up at crack of dawn, you know, five o'clock in the morning, I'm, I'm awake before the birds are awake. And, you know, I'll, I'll sit down and I'll write my words then. Now, once I've hit that, that target, I feel a lot better myself and I can, I can focus on other things, uh, you know, that might be editing it or, or working on marketing and things like that. But... I think the word count more than anything was just just those milestones that just kept me ticking along um, and give myself a false deadline more than anything because I work well to deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you mean. Totally, totally. Yeah. Now, so were there times when you felt like maybe that little inner voice inside is sitting there going, this is crap or, you know, who do I oh, think yeah. this? Who, who, yeah, who, who do I think I am kind of thing writing this? How did you get over that? Um, I, th I think, I think, uh, time more than anything, I think everyone doubts themselves, um, some people more than others. And, and there'll be days where I think, you know, what the hell am I doing? You know, what, why, why am I doing this? You know, it's, it's never going to amount to anything. No, I can't write a book and, and yeah, I'll have days like that. And sometimes it just, I just needed a day off, um, just give myself a break. Um, but I think with me, I think in life, I think for every down period that you have, it, it leads to something better. Um, so, yeah, I think it just ebbs and flows more than anything. I like that you gave yourself permission to say, hey, I need to take a day off or I need to, yeah. you know, get some space here. And mm -hmm. because the habit is a good habit to, to if you want to, if you're trying to hone something or you're trying to develop a practice, then obviously consistency is a piece of that to, to show up and to do the work. But there are mm -hmm. times when it also feels like, you know, 
am I forcing this versus yeah. allowing? And it, the space, it sounds like you created allowed for you to basically, you're still writing in a lot of ways because you're getting ideas, you're getting those thoughts, things are flushing out in your mind before it hits the page again. So it almost kind of is recharging in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, th I think you need that, you really do. I mean, I think my problem is uh, I, I can work too much, you know. Um, I, I need to tell myself to stop sometimes, you know. But with all the many things that you have to do as part of writing and, and marketing, it's just... I don't know, it could go on forever, you know, <laughs> it really could. So to your point, there are there is a whole nother facet of being a writer, of mm -hmm. being an author, and that is the business side. It's the, yeah. so I have this book, now what do I do with it? So could you talk yeah. a little bit about what the marketing elements or what that business side has been like for you as you've been venturing into this world? Yeah, I mean, I've come from a retail background, so I'm used to selling things, you know, so... I think I've got a good understanding of that, uh, especially like within a shop environment. Um, but this is a complete new entity to, to me because it's online selling. So I've had to rethink the way that I do everything. Um, you've got to build yourself a whole platform. And, and to me, I, I see that as like a, a web of different things that are all leading to uh, sales of your book. Um, so that might be different social medias that are all feeding into it. Um, Picking, picking the ones that you're good at. Uh, there's so many out there. You could spend half your life just being on social media. And, then, you know, that's a free way to do it. Um, building a website, which is kind of, you know, that's your selling platform. Even though I'm selling on Amazon, um, I want people to go to my website because that's my space. Um, you know, social media, Facebook could close down tomorrow. Instagram could close down tomorrow. Um, and then I'd have no followers. Uh, I'd have no fans. And... A book <laughs> and no one to sell it to so you know building that platform has, has been extremely important um and you know a huge learning curve but you know you've kind of got to build this platform this space that's yours that informs people about you um that gives people an insight into you as a person not as not as a writer i think that's that's the most important thing you've got to make yourself real um mm -hmm. it's very easy on social media especially to to become this what you want people to see you as or who you are when really it's got to be about you as a person the most successful people on social media tend to be the people that you know what you can see exactly all the whole life what and all you know um and, and being open to people. So, you know, from the social media side of things, that, that that's one aspect of it. But then, you know, there's advertising, you know. I don't think you can make a career in writing without advertising these days. You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when, when Amazon began and started, started to boom, you could put a book on Amazon and it would sell because you're only competing with X amount of books, maybe a million books on there, which just doesn't sound like a lot, but you're looking at 10 million books on there now. Mm -hmm. now. 10 million books, how on earth are you going to get that seen by people? Now, the only way to do that is, is to, to learn how to advertise, to learn how to do, whether it's Amazon advertising, whether it's Facebook advertising, whether it's you know advertising through Instagram, there's all different avenues you can go with a paid thing. And also, you know, you want to attract people for your social media. Um, it's it's a huge thing, you know, and, and I'm learning day by day uh, new <laughs> yeah. things. I really am, you know. Uh, 
no one no one ever knows everything do they so oh no but you're right that it is but there's so many parts to this uh, to try to to creating the your world you know your space if you will and and all the time all the while wanting it to feel like you have that connection with the people that you're engaging with because that connection is it's valuable it it means something you know i i i think that that's a that's really cool that you're how you're thinking about all the different piece parts but how to bring them more into your world and to be authentic in in doing so so that they're connecting with you yeah i i mean i've I follow you on Instagram. And so I know, for instance, yeah. like you share pictures with you and your boys and yeah. the boys being the inspiration for the, for the super twins, but also just showing that this other side of you exists, I think is really cool because it's showing it connects another way into with you, for instance. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we are just human beings at the end of the day, you know, just because we got a title of a writer, it doesn't mean that we're any different to anyone else. So nope. it's, it's, it's key to, to connecting with people that way I think and there's so many people who will just post something on Instagram and or for example and and they just that's it they just leave it that's it and and they'll post in another few days and leave that and there's no interaction with people I I always try that every single post that I do I'll I'll always reply to any comments on there I'll I'll ask questions of of, of the people that follow me and, and try to get that interaction with them you know, that's that's why they're following me at the end of the day mm-hmm. yeah so. i'm totally with you that that conversation that that mm-hmm. that connection i yeah. think is really important and so if somebody has taken the time to put a meaningful comment put something to say hey i this is speaking to me i'm trying to engage with you absolutely <laughs> i'm like yeah. thank you yeah. let me i want to talk with you that's so fantastic yeah. that it connected you know absolutely that's so cool so when so with super twins how did yeah. they get how did the book get its name um i think it, the inspiration's got to be my twins themselves um i i actually i, I remember probably a couple of years before i did the book i, I drew a little comic strip which i've got actually got here right oh. i drew this on holiday one day right and this is the original super twins comic strip oh, i drew that on holiday awesome. <laughs> and, and and I've had that in the lads' room for for years, um, and yeah, and and that was just based on holiday. I was going on a caravan holiday together, and and, and I wrote this. I did this little cartoon, and and yeah, that's that's where it came from. It was just like right, I'm going to write the book of it now. <laughs> I love that. I think that is so cool. So, did you design the cover, or did you work with someone else to design it? Um, I've got a fantastic lady called Kate, Kate Marshall, who's, who's actually my, my brother's girlfriend, uh, and she did she did the cover for me, um, which is oh, absolutely fantastic, yeah. It is, it's a really cute cover, it's really cool, that's awesome, yeah. very, very cool, and yeah. just like you're saying, I mean, you had to come up with this idea and write this story, but then, yeah. so you've mentioned an editor, you had essentially a book, a, a designer or an illustrator, yeah. someone to help bring it to life and the, for the yeah. cover, but also mm-hmm. the marketing elements and that community building. There are so many parts to just to getting oh, this yeah. book out so that it's shared. That's so cool that you are, have mentioned all of those parts in this. So what are you working on now? Um, I'm work well, I've just finished number two. So the Super Twins 2, the sequel. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, um, it's with my 
advanced reader team at the moment uh and it's going to be released on the 24th of april so yeah it's all ready to go now pretty much um i revealed the cover yesterday to my newsletter oh so, nice. so that should be coming on instagram yeah in the next few days i would say so nice. yeah yeah nice Nice. Yeah. So then, so you mentioned a term here. So would you help our listeners to understand what you mean by advanced reader team? Okay. That's just, um, that's, I, I would class them as kind of a, a launch team. So the people who've, who've, I know or I've, I've, I've had an interest in, in the books. So I supply them with a copy of the book and what they'll do, they'll, they'll have a read through and, you know, give me their honest opinion on them. Um, and it, it's great for when I launch because, um, they'll be able to do an early review so that when I do launch, I'll, I'll have a few reviews up on Amazon so it doesn't look like, you know, nobody's interested in the book at all uh, and hopefully give a bit more credibility to the book. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's absolutely fantastic that people are, are willing to to help me and, and do that for me. Um, oh, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's great because, you know, with this being my, my second book, um I wouldn't expect anyone to help me out. Really, I, I do think that that's really cool. And so do you set up uh, some parameters or some guidelines, if you will, that says, hey, here's the, here's what I'm looking for um, as it relates to, like, I'm asking you to do this. So yeah. kind of setting expectations. Do you do anything like that? Yeah, so I sort of say, you know, would you like to join? The, these are the kind of things that, that I want from the, you know, I'd like you to to post an honest review uh, of, of the book once once it's live, uh, read it before anyone else. Uh, obviously, I'll give you a free book to do that, but it has to be an honest review that comes from it. Um, and, and when it's launched, if you could share a few of my posts and things like that, that'd be fantastic. Um, you know, it's important when you're launching a, a book and, and, and getting reviews on there, the, the, the verified reviews on Amazon. So, you know, anyone could post a review for one of my books right now uh, and it would come up on the site um, as a review, but it wouldn't be classed as a, a verified review unless, unless they bought, bought the product themselves. Um, and that they bought it through Amazon versus buying yeah. it from another site and yeah. then posting yeah. the review there. So like yeah. if they bought it from Barnes and Noble, for instance, yeah, that wouldn't be considered verified. Yeah, exactly. But so, they could take that Barnes and Noble review and post it to something like Goodreads, which would yeah. still give the visibility of a review, but it wouldn't yeah. necessarily just be on, it would not be on Amazon itself. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, so, you know, that, that's that's what I want from it as, as much as possible. Um you know, Goodreads is, is fantastic thing to do, it. and and uh, well, it's owned by Amazon now, isn't it? Goodreads. Think, so, yeah. yeah. So if you post on Amazon and you have a Goodreads account, it will. You can post on both at the same time. Uh you know, I don't know if it moves it or if you can post it at the same time. But yeah, yeah. If oh, I post, cool. if I post a review on Amazon now because it's linked to my Goodreads account, it comes up on both. Nice. Thank yeah. you. That's a really good tip. Thank you for sharing that. I did not yeah, share right. that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Now just, it doesn't I, go I in the reverse rem- though, right? Um, no, no. I didn't think no, so. you have to you have to do the review through Amazon. Uh cool. I think there's, there's some way of linking it up. I can't just remember what, but yeah, you, you can do it. So it so it posts on both at the same time. So if you have to do two reviews. <laughs> no, that's really cool. That's a really cool way to to help readers because they're in different forums you know someone on amazon is 
they might be looking, but they've come into that with a different mindset than going into something like a Goodreads, which is yeah. about the books. It's about yeah. finding a book you want to read. So it's a nice way of utilizing two different platforms strategically, really. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's so many platforms out there, though. It's like... Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm starting to get a bit of a presence on on Goodreads. I think I've got maybe a hundred followers or something like that on there now. Uh, but then I look at Book Book Bub, and that's another one. And I've got two people that follow me on there. So it's <laughs> it's it's just it's finding finding certain platforms and just concentrating on those. I think more than anything. Do you think you need to find something that you just feel comfortable using and that you're excited to use, or do you think that there's uh, one platform like how, how do you decide which platform is best for you i think um firstly you look at your ideal reader um you know you, you've got to look at the audience more than anything you know i i know exactly who my ideal customer is you know i've, I've got a picture of what exactly what they look like and their age their occupation everything so i know in depth what my what my ideal person my customer is because my customer is isn't the child That's even though right. i want it to be the child <laughs> my customer is the, is the parent you know my customer is generally the mum or the female of the family because she's the one who doesn't you know doesn't always earn all the money but she's the one that spends the money generally <laughs> um, and that's not being that's not being sexist is that in oh, any no. way. that's just the, just the way it is mm -hmm. you know so i've got and i'm looking at a woman who has nine to 12 year old kids. So she's from 35 years old upwards. And, and that gives me a, a rough grounding of, of what that person's like. So then I've got to say, right, so where does she hang out? You know, what social media has she got? Is she sat there uh, playing on Twitter? Is she, is she on Instagram? Is she on Facebook? Well, where is she? You know, and, and that's and that's what you've got to work work from, really. Um, you can, Those are awesome so, yeah, but there's so many different, um social medias to, to focus on uh, you could spend all day if you were on all of them i think you're just going to pick one or two uh, i'm on i'm on twitter but i hate it uh, you know I, I really do hate it i'm just no good at it <laughs> I, I try and post on there and, and i just can't get my head around it and, and maybe i might have a post that goes viral and, and, and loads of people start commenting on it but i just get notification after notification i, I don't really know what i'm doing with it but whereas instagram you know i'm, I'm at home there i'm quite comfortable with it you know, I've built up a nice following on there and, you know, I, I enjoy doing that. So concentrate on what you enjoy. Don't You don't need to do overdo it. Yeah, and I love the point you just made about the customer is the parent, the client is the child in this case, yeah. because when you're writing for, you know, fiction or even YA or nonfiction, hmm. your reader and your, your buyer are potentially... Yeah about the same but yeah. when you're writing for children you know you are really thinking about two different you have to write one way but you're communicating about it and marketing yeah. it and positioning it yeah differently but you still yeah. want the the young reader that client to go i want that that looks yeah, cool absolutely. i want to read yeah. that so you're it's, it's straddling two different arenas it is, yeah. And, and a nice that's, balance. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest thing about it. It took me a long time to get my head around that. It really did. You know, it's it's difficult. Um, 
it is really difficult. It'd be great if I could just market to a child, then I'd, I'd sell millions of copies. I'd be fine, you know. <laughs> but you're marketing to the, you know, you want the cover to appeal to the child, but you want the blurb to appeal to the parents. You know, you want something that that, that they're comfortable with the child reading. You know, yes. Something that's going to give them, give their child a good message and, and, and motivate them to read. You know, those are going to be the, the, the principles behind it as well, haven't they? That, but you know, but even the parents looking at the cover going, I think my child might like this. I think this is something that yeah. will appeal to them. But to your point, there's such an amazing feeling when you have learned that your book was something that they gave to this child that they love, who yeah. may or may not have enjoyed reading until they read your book and your yeah. story connected to them in a way that they're like, this is cool. Where's another book? Where's something yeah. else that I can read? And then it just is like a, it's a, it's a continuing thing that they just, yeah. it, but it just took that one. It doesn't necessarily, it, it's just, just it's, a, it's an awesome feeling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, it, it does. You know, it, it makes the, it makes the difference. You know, I've got, I've got some reviews on, uh, on Amazon and, and they're clearly from the parents. And I think the parents enjoyed it more than the kids, but, the, but then there's other ones that, you know, that, that my child's wrote this and, and the child will write the review. And, and that's, that's the oh. thing that, you know, oh, when it means the most, awesome. you know, that, that's what you enjoy the most. Oh you know, because my gosh, yeah. you've hit the jackpot there. That's the whole point. The whole point of it is to entertain the children. You know, okay, it's a, it's a, it's a bonus if the adults enjoy it as well. Absolutely, but it's all about the kids. That's so awesome. That is awesome that you got a review for getting a child. That's fantastic, <laughs> Andy. This has been so much fun. Where can people connect with you, and where can they get the Super Twins and be on the lookout for Super Twins, the sequel? Yeah, I mean, primarily my website, uh, AndySlinger.com. Um, I'm most of the time on social media. I'm, I'm primarily on Instagram. That's that's my main one, and that's I'm just Andy Slinger UK on there. All of my social media handles are Andy Slinger UK. You don't know how long it took me to get all the same ones, but they're all the same. So if you type in any social media slash Andy Slinger UK, you'll find me there. Um, and the Super Twins Two will be available through Amazon. But have a look on my website, and it'll give you a link straight there. Awesome, awesome. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening today. I'm so glad you were here and know there were some valuable nuggets shared to keep going, keep writing, and keep sharing your work. I'm a big believer that if you have a book that's in your heart to write, then there's someone else out there who needs to read it. Your story needs to be shared, so you have to write it and get it out into the world. Until next time, Keep swimming upstream while going with the flow and get your book into the world. To learn more about Tough Fish and jump into the pond, visit jennifermilius.com forward slash tough fish.